Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Cooking Goth, and today I have for you a product review. I haven't done one of these in forever. Um, I saw these a long time ago, and then I saw them in the store. I think I saw them online first. I don't know. I don't remember. I think I did. Um, but these are Tasty's Cut and Serve Pizza Scissors. And the pizza that we will be cutting today is Red Baron's Brick Oven Pepperoni Pizza. Went to wash these and uh, they kind of came apart. I'm guessing that the reason for that is because, so you can wash them, maybe. Cause look at the, hmm. Let's see if we can put them back together. Yes. So back to the sink I go to wash these. All right, everyone, time for the moment of truth. I'm going to slide this underneath. Open, cut. Oh, that could be relatively easy. Then take it off to the right. Oh, and I guess you're supposed to pull it up and serve. So these cut pretty, pretty well, actually. So for me, these pretty much get an A plus. I like them because you know how whenever you get a regular pizza cutter that rolls, it drags the cheese forward. With this, I mean, you don't get your cheese dragged forward with all the toppings and stuff. The only other kind of uh, pizza cutter I know of are the big ones that, you know, you rock back and forth. Something like that. You don't have to have this big rocker, you know, taking up your kitchen space or uh, sitting out where someone can, you know, potentially get hurt. These are scissors. I mean, yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of large, but you can usually put them from where, ow. Mm. Pizza is still hot. And this pizza is awesome. I like Red Baron pizza. Whenever I'm getting frozen pizza, that's normally what I get. Either that or California Kitchen. Got some like dramatic eye makeup going on, but nice. I wouldn't go as far as to call her goth. Could she be naked on one of them suicide girls shoots? Oh, uh, most certainly. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm sure she would thrive in that sort of setting if she so chose to. Are her tats trashier than mine, or did she spend more money? Nobody's than I tats did. are trashier than yours, Thank Matt. Thank you, because I'm the king, the duke, <laughs> a number one, king of that. Yeah. And maybe you and some juggalo somewhere I'm not aware of could be neck and neck, 1A and 1B, but yeah. who's, who's how, how would I ever know? Probably that famous I'm not aware of fat every juggalo. juggalo passed out getting grinded on. Yeah, the only one I'm you aware of one. is him and Flip Flop the Clown, yeah. the foot fetish juggalo, who I recently bought some merch from. And the shirt came came nice and Good uh, for promptly. You. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know you're Shout out to Flip Flop the Clown. 
and way to corner that market. Like, whoa, mm. no one's doing the old foot fetish juggalo thing? Yeah. Guess that's going to be my shtick, you know? He's grandfathered in now. Yeah. Even if somebody comes out and starts doing it better, he's he's already got that market. It's going to be pretty tough, you know, wedging your way in there. Yeah. Speaking of shtick, I also like to uh, lie to people that I deem unnecessary in mm. daily life. Sure. You've been doing any of that at your new job? Just I would if I were Random Yeah. About, like, yeah, just, my mysterious past? No, anything, really. Just the simplest of things, like sometimes your name. Yeah, I think I kind of do that in general anyways. Yeah. They um, make you wear a name tag? No. Dude, oh, so was, you could tell, um, yeah. I'm out there, hip-hop anonymous yeah. is what's going on That's here. That's nice. Hey, let me uh, get let me bust that away for you. And they're like, oh, thank you. What's your name? It's Bo. Esteban. That's a good name, too. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, yeah. Trying to, tr- it's, it's dim in there. I'm trying to, you know, seem more swarthy than yeah. I am. You could pull off a bow. Some sort of Spanish guy is, is my new persona. If I didn't know you and you bow, were like, like, my name's Like a Bo Bridges? I'm a Bo yeah. Bridges type, you're saying? If you're like, my name's Bo, I'd that. be like, that's pretty cool. See myself as a young Bo Bridges. Yeah. Why aren't people naming their kids that? I heard somebody name their kid Tage. Like uh Or there's a hockey. Like Sage, but with a T that's what it was. S, Tage? Didn't the, I think the Hawks just drafted a Tage. Mm. T-A-I-G-E. Well, to be fair, that guy could be from fucking Lithuania or something, and that's basically just a white Steve guy. over there. Tage could be just their Steve over there, somewhere on the Eastern Bloc. Classic we're not familiar honky, with. you know? They're all honkies over there, man. Yeah. You ever seen a black Slovenian? Uh, that Suban. He's not, he's good Slovenian, call. Yeah, right? good call. Yeah, yeah, I would assume so, yeah. yeah. Like Suban, that's gotta PK? be. PK? Yeah, PK, and then his brother, DK. You're always a cool guy when you got just like two letters as your first name. There's never been anybody with that going on that wasn't a fucking cool guy. Like JT? Yeah. Duh. Uh JT from Step by Step. Yeah. I think you're talking about the one. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell people. I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious when you say JT. I didn't uh, really appreciate how they big dogged him on that show by being like, oh, we got Sasha Mitchell to be the cool guy on the show. And it's like, hmm. Pretty sure the show already yeah. had a cool guy. Like, do you guys not see him making chocolate a, milk? A cool guy on the show. We already had that. So why don't you bring in something else? Like, yeah. probably there's some other needs you could have met. Two I'm cool heard. guys now. What the fuck is this? I heard he pushed uh, the code man to do the, all those blood sport movies just so he could have the limelight. Got to get him fucking out of there. He's horning yeah. in on your whole game, man. And then he lobbied to bring in Bronson Pinchot so that he'd be the cool one. Bronson Pinchot joined Step by Step yeah, when, in the later seasons? when the code man leaves, Bronson Pinchot comes in. Playing what sort of character? Because I'm sure he was doing a voice. Uncle, cousin, whatever. Stavros. It was the, it was the closest. Stavros. It was the closest he ever came to playing like a real character. Oh, cousin JT Apple. Gate. Yeah, if only. I'm going to have to look into those late seasons of uh, Step by Step that I don't think I ever got around to watching them. I'm sure uh, Al was smoking hot by well, that point. Well, that's fair. Fully developed and smoking hot at that point. Al and uh, the uh, the dork sister, they become the hot ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stacy uh, Keenan of My Two Dads fame. Yeah. I had a big crush on her back then, when we were both children. And then the hot girl the hot becomes girl the not hot by girl. By far the least attractive yeah. person on that show. I heard by the end of it as the hot girl. I heard by the end of that run, Mark wouldn't even fuck her. Wow. Yeah. Woof. And he was a dork. <laughs> I don't even remember which one Mark was. I don't he think. was the the toe headed, glasses wearing fucking nerd. Mm, I'm picturing the kid from the Torkelsons. So I don't know. I think I'm close. I think I'm in a wheelhouse there. It's close enough, man. It's baby oil and blow. Uncut. It is an, <laughs> uncut. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. 
I get you. You're yeah. talking about uh, circumcisions? Hell yeah, oh, dog. Weird. We got, Super weird. Yeah, we got turtlenecks here or something either way. But it's She's uh, dicking it all over yeah. there. Yeah. Peel it back and wipe that smegma away. It's baby oil and blow. Motherfucker. Action. Stravaganza. Podcast the Palooza. Shoot them up, snort them up. Whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. blow them up. We're here for it, man. I am one half of your hosts. Hell yeah. I am Matt O. Oh, how about it? With me, as always, he is the Earl Sinclair mm-hmm. to my baby Sinclair. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of podcast of Paloozas, uh-huh. we got the, the Lollapalooza rolling into town. Hell this, yeah. This weekend, I heard. Fuck, Thursday night, uh, Miley's in town, That's man. That's going to cause some chaos for me, you know. Working at a busy bar with Matt and in downtown Chicago um, with all those Lollapalooza people around. My answer to you is yes. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's going to be real interesting. Craziness, yeah. insanity. Could be craziness, insanity. Are, are we going to uh, get any scantily clad uh, festival girls into the place? I'd, I'd appreciate it if I'd, it happened. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm just upset they can't dress like Native Americans anymore. I really like that phase. I know we've talked about it Yeah, that before, was a weird but... phase. White girls with feathers in their hair out yeah. of nowhere. Feathers in their hair. I liked it much better when they just moved to like fish nets and electrical tape over their titties. That's, that's, that we've been in that one for a few years now, and I hope we just stay there. Yeah. Just stay around there for a while. It's lame. They all rock uh, like 90s NBA jerseys now. Oh, that's pretty cool. You see any Tony Kukoches out there? No, they don't even know enough about the waiter. Oh, wow. Tony Kukoch. Most of them are rocking Luke Longley's then. Is, yeah. Is probably what's happening. I mean, like. You show me a girl in a Detlift Shrimp jersey, mm-hmm. maybe I'll leave my wife. Maybe. Yeah, I could see you falling in love like that and uh, moving to Tempe, Arizona or something out of nowhere. There's a good chance that I won't have to leave my wife and that this young lady will be forward thinking. And I can, sure. You know, those girls, they'll just do stuff together. Very impressionable. And I can just, you know, reap in all the That'd benefits. That'd be a load off your mind, I'm sure. Yeah. You just yeah. like dogs. You get two of them, theoretically, because then they keep each other entertained. Yeah. Right. Same way with women. Yeah. Same thing with women. And I feel like I'm close. If you lent me like 50 bucks, I think I got what it takes to be a sugar daddy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Walking around with bills in your pocket. Yes, sir. Matt, it's uh, it's it's a it's an action podcast. Oh, like shit. you told everybody, you let them all know about it. Yeah, it's an action podcast where we talk about action movies and yep. we talk about them in themed month events. <laughs> Always. If you haven't been listening along with us, shame on you. You're uh, a fucking so loser. Clue you in right now anyways. You clueless loser. It's the last week of our big annual July event, the 80s action movie Mount Rushmore, mm. where we, we we take the big four and we watch a movie from Fuck each of yeah. them. You've been following along. We did a Schwarzenegger. What did we do? We did a Seagal. What did we do? We did T2. Yeah. Seagal. We did... Uh, whew. Marked for Mark, justice. Marked for death. Out for death justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. JCVD. We did a double impact. Hell yeah. We got one big old ugly mug left going down the line on this Mount Rushmore. Man, it's a big name we too. We got to do a sliced alone this month. So yeah. let's get into the rundown of Woo! our feature film. This week, the rundown is uh, brought to us by King Cobra Malt Liquor. Oh, hell Since yeah. Since 1984, don't let the smooth taste fool you. That shit will put you on your ass. Ask uh, Fred Williamson. He was in all those yeah. commercials back in the day. Cash and checks, hawking malt liquor. He is same, also in same that. Same deal with us now. We're, we're in the game. Night whatever movie. 
Night Vision? That's the one. Yeah, it's a past episode of Baby Oil and Blow. Look it up. Put it in your Bing box, man. You know I can't pull that name without thinking about Seeger's Night Moves, because I'm pretty much always thinking about Night Moves every day of my life. Yeah, you and Seeger both, I think, probably. Yeah. He he does a lot of, like, sitting back and just thinking about, man, Night Moves was fucking cool when I did that, wasn't it? Yeah. Damn, that was cool. I feel like he and I probably think of a lot of a lot of the same Seeger songs mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Yeah, you know? I bet you guys have similar yeah. Seeger opinions. Yeah. You and Seeger. He probably also really likes Against the Wind. Matt, the rundown is of our Sly Stallone movie. Ooh, 1986's Cobra. Match is going in. Oh, you, you uh. showed up. I guess we should let the listeners know to oh, my house with yeah. aviators on and a matchstick in your mouth. Yeah, you were very proud of yourself. I as was. You, Still am burst through the door, Kramer esque here into Baby Oil and Blow Studios. You're gonna put those covered uh, out. Put those, yo. There you go. I can, oh, yeah. I tried to. Okay. Now we got the yeah. shades on. Yeah, so, there it is. Yeah, you really, you really look like you're fighting off a hangover with those <laughs> sunglasses on at nighttime. Tell you what, pal. Don't feel left out. Oh, you got a, a match stick for me. Brought a match for you too. too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's uh, nice. Yeah. It's weird we're going to do a talking medium like this and have matchsticks in our mouth. The whole that time. trick is you just sit it in the corner. Sit it in the It'll corner. Just hang right there. Just let that lip smegma stick it to your That's lip right. right there. Ray, That's right. Ray Winston style. That's the one. Uh, Cobra is a film with a <laughs> runtime of 89 minutes. It's a film with a budget. Cool, $25 million. How do you get Stallone in a movie for only 25 mil? And have money for practical effects. I think you, know? you gotta just uh, give him complete control of the movie and allow him to do whatever, <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. Also, you got uh, the Canon Group pitching in a little That's money true. here because apparently they had Stallone under contract for two picture deal. Yeah, and we're like, well, I don't know how, what, what we're gonna do because we got him under contract, but we can't afford to pay Stallone Stallone money. No. So then they just. Got a couple bucks for a producer credit and lent him out to Warner Brothers. Here. There it is. This is a movie that grossed $160 million. Call so that a huge smash hit. hit. Everybody involved. Stallone was at the peak of his powers at this point. Yeah. Just uh, running the game. Just fucking egomaniac on set for, by all accounts. Yeah, people weren't allowed to talk to him. Speaking of which, uh, director of this film, we've got a director, George P. Cosmatos who is pretty infamous for just being like, uh, you know, a stand-in puppet who just yeah. goes out there and pretends like he's the director when you got some sort of B- big dick energy star who yeah. really wants to direct a thing by himself, but legally because of unions and credits and all that shit, you can't do it. So he was uh, allegedly the director on Rambo First Blood Part Two. Oh. You know, probably Stallone just directed that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the director of Leviathan, a pretty uh, sweet underwater Ooh. horror movie from, from the 80s that I, I, I vaguely remember yeah. liking from back in the day. <laughs> and uh, allegedly, he's at least credited for being the director of Tombstone, probably oh, the biggest yeah. uh, cowboy movie of the 1990s, though by all accounts, Kurt Russell directed that entire movie. And yeah. Cosmatos basically just sat around and cast checks while that was happening. Uh, this guy's got my dream job, I think. I don't remember, or I can't tell anymore if I like Tombstone or not. Oh, Tombstone. That's a to-be-continued. We'll definitely be uh, covering that one in the future, so you can figure it out fully. I just hate people saying that Huckleberry line, I guess. Uh, beer, Huckleberry. <laughs> it's a great film with about uh, an extra 25 minutes in it that desperately needs to go. Okay, that's but, you know, how I remember To be it. continued, to be yeah. continued. We'll talk yeah. about that someday. Yeah. 
Stars of this film, Cobra. Too many to count. Number one, Sylvester Stallone. That's a big is star. Is in the movie as Marion Cobra Cobretti. He's a cop. Yeah, he is. He's a cop who's on a member of the zombie squad of cops. You know Sylvester Stallone. He's an action movie legend. You remember him from playing the character of the Toy Maker uh-huh. in Spy Kids 3D colon oh, Game yeah. Over. Hell yeah. You remember him very well from playing the character, the memorable character, Ray Quick in The Specialist. Oh, that's a good one. Can you tell me about The Specialist, Matt? It was special. <laughs> okay. Not just yeah, for me, yeah. but for everyone. He was Johnny Kovac in the film Fist. Fist is just, yeah, I mean. loves oof. trucker labor union dramas. I'm yeah. sure a big fan of Fist out there. Yeah. Most importantly, though, nearest and dearest to our heart, uh, we have fond, fond memories of him playing... Sad old Freddie Heflin in Copland. I think we can both agree. The greatest Sylvester Stallone role of all time. Don't derail me, because the only times I'm not thinking about Seeger is when I'm thinking about Springsteen's Nebraska. That's right. Brigitte Nielsen is in this film as Ingrid, a fashion model who witnesses a night slashing and then gets sucked up into some adventures. Yeah, she does. Uh, She was Red Sonja in the movie Red Sonja. Uh Uh-huh. She was the wife in Big Money Rustlers, the Insane Clown Posse movie. Hell yeah. The Western. Uh, Insane right. Clown Posse Western. Yeah, of course, because yeah. why wouldn't those guys be in a Western? Right. It makes perfect sense. Also, she's totally awesome as Ludmilla Drago, Ivan Drago's ball-busting wife, uh. both in Rocky Four and in Creed Two, where she's such a cunt. Ivan Drago does a little bit of a face turn in there. He what? No spoilers. Like in the movie came oh, out like man. six years ago, Matt. Uh, you haven't got on it yet. That's your problem. Look, you know I'm married to a lady that hates Stallone. It's very hard for me to see new Stallone work. Rini Santoni is in this film playing Cobra's partner, Gonzalez. Yeah. We saw him as uh, Chico in Dirty Harry when we covered that film. Uh... He's been in a bunch of those one-hour crime drama shows he, he that I don't Chico? understand. Uh, you can't tell them apart. Oh, absolutely, oh, he man, did. I didn't even realize that. Um, That's racist. Also, most importantly, of course, he is famed Italian chef Poppy on several episodes I gotta of Seinfeld. <laughs> Reoccurring character on Seinfeld. Hell he's very yeah. welcome on that show. Brian Thompson's in this film, Matt, yeah. as the Night Slasher. Second appearance to the show. Yeah, he's the head muscle Welcome. of a cult gang of serial killers. He's one of the most evil-looking actors ever. Yes, he is. Um, he was the sheriff on the short-lived early 90s Fox drama with Fisher Stevens and Jennifer Tilly Key West. Oh, I love that show. 1993, 94, somewhere around there. Uh, he was Bosworth in the criminally unseen Fright Night Part 2. Seek that one out. I think there's a copy on YouTube. That's a really good one. Basically as good as Fright Night Part 1. And, uh, of course, we saw him as one of the punks in The Terminator. Yeah. We saw him as Russell in Lionheart. This makes him a oh, baby yeah. oil and blow triple crown winner, Shit. Matt. Triple crown winner. Winner chicken dinner. That's good for him. We also need to mention that uh, mm-hmm. Bridget Nielsen, also uh, people know her from fucking Flavor Flav. Oh, she had sex with Flavor Flav? Oh, on yeah. One of those VH1 shows back in the day? Or the just, surreal just in life. real life? Oh, oh which wow. which they're bringing back? Thank God, there's been a void in my heart for so long. Finally, maybe this could fill it. They've got Lana from the W, formerly from the WWE. Oh wow, what a get! They got Frankie Munoz, Munoz, Munez. What a, what a cool. from Wait, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, 
Now, I read, and, and I don't Dennis know if this Rodman. is true, that he has amnesia and doesn't remember being on Malcolm in the Middle. So he claims. That's fucking wild. Well, it's a good way to, you know, not think about all the rape he endured. Hope they dig into that on this new show. I want to know yeah. what Frankie Muniz's new life is, not remembering himself as a child star. Getting raped all the time. There's a lot of child time. stars that like to forget that they were child stars. Getting raped all the time. Art LaFleur is in this film, playing the character Captain Sears. Yeah. The asshole higher up who's chewing out Cobra for being awesome during the whole movie. What a dick. He's good at playing baseball players in movies. He was one of those ghost baseball players in Field of Dreams. Oh. Then he was Ghost Babe Ruth in The Sandlot. Oh. The pharmacist in the awesome 88 The Blob remake starring Ooh. Kevin Dillon. That's a great one. You should check it if you haven't seen it. And I know you've been wondering how long it's going to take me to get around to it. Bring this up. Probably the pinnacle of his career, his apex. Playing the Tooth Fairy in both the Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus 3, colon, the Escape, the Escape Claus. Claus. Yeah. Right. I like that you had that one. Had that one right on oh, deck. It's one of my favorites. You get a fucking Martin Short oh, killing on it. Martin, Come on. Just peak Martin Short in the Escape Jack Claus. Frost. There. Oh, you get a fucking Peter whatever his face from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, he was the dad. Peter something. He was also... Good for him. Nice seeing him get another paycheck. He played the uh, he played the lawyer role in that Where the Buffalo Roam, the Bill Murray, uh, Hunter Bill S. Murray, Thompson. Yeah, I remember yeah, uh, yeah. that film. Marco Rodriguez is in this film as the supermarket killer. He's a guy who kills people in a supermarket. It's pretty straightforward there. Why they why they call yeah. him that? We saw him as Deputy Cortez in the awesome Walter Hill movie Extreme Prejudice. Ooh. We saw him as the convenience store robber in Maniac Cop 2. Oh. This makes him another Baby Owen Blow triple crown winner. We got two of them this week. Yeah. He's showing up right and left. Also, he played Leo on an episode of Frasier, and one he was one of the Cubans on that episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> so there you go. He's hitting, he's hitting us where we live, right? man. This That's our wheelhouse, everywhere, baby. Everywhere we live, this guy's showing up. Also, like, congratulations on moving from a uh, convenience store mm. robber to supermarket right. robber. Sure, yeah. It's a That's big bump up. It's good work if big you get it. Big bump up. Uh, Lee Garlington is the last person I'm going to mention here. That's just a cool name. She's playing Nancy Stock, oh. who is a dirty cop, I think, who oh, is nah. also the head of the Night Slasher cult. Oh, no. Nah. Come to figure out. Although that was confusing for me for about three quarters of the movie, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, I remember her, of course, as playing Dr. Elena Rizkoff in the awesome ensemble piece from the early 90s, Sneakers. Oh, Maybe like okay. a 1990 pick right there, Sneakers. Mm, yeah. Go check that one out. Mm. Also, she's got a very long IMDb. She's in a million other things. But uh, other than that, I have no idea who the fuck she is. The only she's only two this. things I've ever seen her from. Yeah. She's this is all you this. need to be in. These two, two big iconic action movies. Go see Except Marvin's Room. Of a thriller. Yeah. Tagline of this film, Matt. Said about those boys that were raped. It, probably. Which one? Sneakers? No, absolutely not. It's about like yeah. cool espionage guys. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd's around, I'm pretty sure. What's that? What's that one word? Robert Redford. Kevin in there. Bacon raped all those young boys. Yeah, I know boys. what you're talking about. Bob Bob De Niro's in that one. Yeah. And pretty I forget the name of that yeah. one though. There was a lot of child rape going on. Ugh. Tagline of this film, Matt. Crime is a disease. Yeah, it is. Meet the cure. Yeah. Fucking maybe the coolest tagline we've ever got on this show. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm spent right now just yeah. hearing that that fucking tagline right we there. We could probably just go straight to Judgment yeah, Day. Start smoking. I feel like I'm gonna start smoking a cigarette. Good thing <laughs> we got this matchstick right here. Oh yes. Plot of this film, though. Let's get a little bit into it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna find out that there isn't much of one. So this plot synopsis is very very quick and to the point. Okay. A tough on crime street cop must yeah. protect the only surviving witness to a strange murderous cult with far reaching plans. That's Cobra from 1986. Pretty accurate, I guess. Pretty fucking accurate. Matt, the next segment of our show uh-huh. is a little thing that we call a bullet points. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. This is where we dig through our notes. I see we both have our notes in front of us. We run down all the bullet points that we uh, wrote down as we were watching the film. Everything that jumped out at us as being significant. Zap. Or interesting, or uh, perhaps just so terrible that we can't help but uh, mention it. Mention what was going on. We'll see. Yeah, a little little bit of everything in this one. It's a real smorgasbord, which I think is German for badass little flick. Hell yeah. What's your first bullet point? Stallone should be doing the voiceover narration at the start of every film. Times of 1986, there's new crimes on the street. Everybody's doing crimes. Everybody's doing crimes. Badass opening credits here. There's thumping noises. There's bold red titles that look like the Rambo titles. Schwarzenegger's doing voiceover narration. I got a cobra every one of them. We see a drawing of a cobra. It's like, is that a cool tattoo? A cobra? What is it? Ooh, or maybe it's just a drawing on a pearl handle of a pistol of some Hell sort. Hell yeah. And we like pan over. Stallone's growling. Uh, we find out it is. It's a gun. We pan across the gun. The gun points at us and shoots at us like it's the opening of a James Bond movie or yeah. something. This is basically Cobra, I'd say, is uh, Stallone's Bond. Yeah. Very similar characters. Very. They're both out there beating bad guys, seducing women, dressing very snazzy. Like, this is the closest he ever gets to James Bond, I'm going to say. I'm going to get that big old snake pliskin snake tattoo. Oh, yeah. That's a cool tattoo. But at the top of it. It'd be a great addition to all your trashy tattoos. The head of it is going to be the cobra on his gun. Oh, I'm going to combine the two. Pretty cool, yeah. A little portmanteau of snake and cobra. A little homage. As the French say. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? That's something they say. I've been over there. Yeah. You say that every other sentence. It's crazy. It's Constantly certain. talking about that shit. I know language. Uh, after this, we just see like a black figure on a fucking motorcycle riding out of a red sky. Just like a blood red sky. Yeah, it's kind of working it's on the night cool moves. Cool fucking image. I kind of assumed that this was our hero, Cobra, like looking all statuesque, statuesque and cool. Yeah. Riding out of this blood red sky. Yeah. But as, as this... uh goes along we see no no this isn't actually cobra we're seeing no we're just getting shots back and forth though of this cool lone writer of the apocalypse and yeah, just yeah. like a subterranean sewer cult uh-huh looks like something the ninja turtles would probably fight or the warriors a bunch of bunch of weird murderers with axes clanging yeah. like their axes together and screaming down in the fucking sewers yeah it's awesome they got some sort of cool skull logo painted mm-hmm. up on the wall of the sewer. With axes. There's axes everywhere. Axes are important. Yeah. And uh, once all this is done and we're through the credits, we got to start start the movie here. So mm-hmm. uh, our, our lone figure on the motorcycle parks in a handicapped spot outside of a grocery store. You notice that too, It's huh? like daytime now. Man. We've gone from it just being like blood red apocalypse to now it's just daytime and we're at the grocery store. Yeah, he rode all the way into the sunrise. It's pretty cool. Um, but this, this brings me into my next big bullet point. 
hostage crisis at the grocery store. Oh, God. That's what we're dealing with for oh, this opening no. scene. And I love this when we get this in action movies, where we just get this opening scene that's like a self-contained little like action scenario. Oh, yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with like the plot going forward, but it's just like a cool little short film to show us how badass the fucking yeah. hero is or whatever. In case like you needed something to, you know, gauge like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to sit in this yeah. theater the whole mm-hmm. time. Is this guy going to be dressed cool and doing cool things the whole movie or not? Because I can just fucking bail right now. Fucking pull pull the shoot here and not have to watch this whole movie. We find out that mm-hmm. uh, everything is cool because yeah. the bad guy starts shoving people around. That's right. He's looking all jittery and like cracked out. Yeah. Immediately, the stock boys in the grocery store are like, this guy's going to be a problem. He's yeah. going to shit on the floor or something. We got we to gotta follow him around. Old man McGinney's going to make me mop that up, and I'm not having it. No, I don't get paid enough to be mopping up fucking hobo shit. Yeah. Minimum wage here at the grocery store. Oh, boy. No, it turns out this guy's got other plans. Not shit related. He pulls a fucking shotgun out of his badass Whew. duster. And he just starts blowing away produce, man. Yeah, and nuts. Just chaos. He's shooting nuts. He's nuts shooting heads produce. of lettuce. I think they usually get them around the produce aisle, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something produce. like that. Grows on a plant. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's chaos. People are yelling. He's shooting stuff. He's yelling. And then we just get a montage of cops gearing up. There's cops yep. everywhere. SWAT, baby. Yeah, fucking SWAT. We SWAT, got snipers. baby, yeah. We got helos. The news is there. We got fucking reporters outside. Everybody is surrounding this grocery store. We got a real bad situation Uh going on here. Uh Most people were smart enough to just like run out when this guy started going crazy. But there's a couple idiots like left in there just like on the ground cowering or whatever. Yeah. Especially this one dude who's he's just like, there's a guy. Get up, man, and just leave. I'm going to let you leave. I'm a good guy, bro. Trust me. I know I'm a crazy man in a duster with a shotgun, but you you could trust me. Just get up and leave. It's fine. This guy still, instead of getting up and like fucking booking it, hauling ass out of there. Yeah, he didn't. Just shuffling his feet and whimpering and like looking back like an idiot. I'm just like, you're just begging this fucking crazy guy to get mad at you and blow you away. Blow a huge hole yeah. open in your back with his fucking shotgun. You should have just immediately ran and started yeah. just serpentining. He finally tries to start running, but at this point, everybody's it's, annoyed with him. So the bad guy, the grocery store killer, has got to just blow a huge hole yeah. in his back with a shotgun. All the other hostages cheer because they, yeah. they got fed up by the that other guy guy's That guy sucked, attitude. man. He was over there in bulk candy, taking forever, trying yeah. like one of everything. I was like, come on, yeah. dude, move it along. Don't stick your hands in there. He goes flying when he's shot into like a Christmas tree and takes that out. So this is our first little hint of like, oh, it's Christmas time here in the world of Cobra. That's, I didn't, that's nice. I didn't even notice the Christmas tree, man. Yeah, there's Christmas decorations all throughout this movie, but like Christmas never gets referenced or anything. It's, it's, didn't it's notice a strange, once. strange little choice there, but you know, whatever. I'm like Cobra. I'm too cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, t- funny you should uh, mention him because my next bullet point is Cobra arrives on the scene. Hell yeah. He's driving some weird old dragster muscle car. It's a Mercury. He's, he's got a license plate that says Awesome 50. Yeah. A personalized plate. Well, it was really... an engine. It was really Stallone's Mercury. Mm-hmm, that's right. That he wanted to use. Cause, yeah, because Stallone, as we're going to see, I think had a lot of input 
into what was going in on in this movie, what was Rightfully going on with this so. character. I think a lot of Marion Cobretti is coming straight out of the brain of uh, Sylvester Stallone. This is the first point where I just put, like, I think Stallone is going full Nick Cage in this movie when it comes to just, like, adding character quirk on yeah. character quirk, like, hat on a hat on a hat, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. shit this guy's gonna do, even though none of us that's in the script or anything is just like, I got a lot of ideas about weird stuff this guy's gonna be into. You just, you just trust me. And we're all better for Building that kind of character. We're all so better. yeah, uh, I love that they have to call in Cobra because mm-hmm. he's like the best. He's the only one that can handle this. Yeah, this, this is the thing we always deal with. This guy's the best. Hell yeah, we got to get him because he's the best. But really, all he does is just casually stroll in and like start a start a shootout with this guy. <laughs> like pretty no, much, nobody else could figure out the plan of I'm just gonna walk in casually and get in a shootout with this guy. Only Cobra, the one police, he's the best man, the one police commander, whoever on the scene, the uh, commanding officer. He was That's like. Right. He's like, we need to call on Cobra. And the other one's like, just so you know, Cobra, I didn't want to call That's you. That's right. The other I don't guy like wanted your methods. I, I have to respect you because you get results. But, but you I, just kill your methods, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Cobra just creeps in here. And first thing he does is just finds a beer display. And cracks open a fucking original Coors Banquet and just yeah. starts sipping on that. It's so all boy a banquet, That's pretty baby. fucking awesome. Yeah. Also, I like here we're getting some dramatic scenes like in the frozen foods aisle and uh-huh. like, the doors are open and there's just like a bunch of dramatic fog like pouring out of these fucking these these freezers in this grocery store. Yeah, they got the dry ice machine working fucking overtime in, in this opening scene right here. Oh, yeah. Cobra gets on the intercom and he's yeah. going to start talking. Some Hell shit yeah. Like, hey, dirtbag. Yeah. Cops here. Fucking he's peak vigilante outlaw cop hero here. Just... What can solve the world's problems? Only a cop who doesn't play by the rules. Hell yeah. It's the only thing that can solve all of our problems. Dude's like, I got a bomb. I'm going to blow up the store. Cobra's just like, I don't even shop here. <laughs> Stallone's, Stallone's got a lot of quips. He's quipping. Yeah. And we've talked before about how Stallone's uh, big thing that makes him not as good as Arnie is he's not funny and he can't do comedy, but he always tries. Not in this movie, baby. I was going to say, I think... Th- Cobra's probably his most successful like oh. comedic turn. He's trying some jokes here and there, and they're not terrible. None of them land huge. You're not laughing out loud, but you're kind of like, mm, this is the closest he ever got to like quipping and cool. being funny. It's probably because he looks so cool. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> so like there's some cat and mouse shit going on here, which ends when. I laughed out loud at this. Dramatically, the walk-in door swings open and like a bunch of smoke machine fog pours out of it and Cobra just kind of like, huzzah, <laughs> like jumps out of all the fog. Yeah. It's like, here I am, bad guy. And I was like, Cobra. How'd he get in the walk-in? Is there like two entrances to that thing? He he used to work there. Yeah, he, he, he knows, he knows all the ins and outs of uh, the, the frozen food aisle right here. It's pretty good. Uh... Bad guy starts yelling crazy shit like, I'm a hero of the new world, man. He's like, I don't give a fuck this about any of that. This is the first little bit of like, yeah, like Charlie Manson, weirdo, freak out, hippie cult shit yeah. we start hearing in this film. This is iconically where Cobra lets him know his big time fucking trailer line, tagline. Yeah. You're, you're a disease. Oh, you have cure. to cure. Hell yeah, he It's is. a cool fucking line. He looks pretty fucking cool when he does it. And top it off cherry on the fucking sunday he also 
just takes a pocket knife. Fuck it, yeah. Just hooks it into this guy's chest. <laughs> just an underhand hook right into this guy's fucking sternum. And then shoots the shit out of yeah, him. And then shoots the shit out of him. He goes flying over a bunch of like sliced meats. Some that's, sort of deli case. That's what I would call a double kill, Nate. Pretty cool. We get a double kill this early in the film. Uh, the guy's dead, still with the bomb in his hand, finger on the trigger. So, mm-hmm. you know, good thing that didn't go off during, that's why during he threw this the knife, fucking bro. knife at him plan. He knew what he was doing. Genius. Cobra's the best. That's why you got to call him in. That's right, that's baby. Saying. Strikes fast. Uh, my next bullet point here is uh, Cobra and the news guy are not getting along. No. What's going on? Not at all. He's trying to leave this whole situation, and the fucking media is hounding him, man. One guy specifically is yeah. just like, you're a bad cop. You kill a lot of people. We learn a lot of stuff here. We learn that there's a night slasher who's victimizing the neighborhood. We learn that the public thinks Cobra uses excessive force and doesn't play by the rules. Maybe They're he needs wrong. to rein it in. Not really. Yeah, Cobra proves his point when he grabs a news reporter, assaults him, grabs his head, and like pushes it real close to the dead guy's fucking face, this corpse that went out of there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, talk to this dead guy about it or whatever. You fucking piece of shit, F word. Yeah. This is what's going on here, yeah. So basically, we're learning... For the first of many times, this movie's got a hypothesis. It's got a theory it's putting out there. and it's mm-hmm. Police brutality is cool. And people who worry about it and want to talk about it are fucking lame. Fucking lose. Get shit out of my face. Yeah. Getting uh, stuff done. Next scene, now that we know Cobra's mantra and how he operates, it's time we get a little bit of insight into his home life mm. and how, how, things, how things are going there. Now... I know what you're probably picturing, like this guy, yeah. three-bedroom house in the suburbs, something wife, nice. sure. loving family, maybe like a dog or something. A couple of Cobra real, Juniors. Yeah, yeah, real Roger Murtaugh-type situation yeah. here. Oh, no, he lives in a weird, alone apartment like a scumbag. He's got a very depressing life. He ain't reading boat magazines on his shitter? Turns out not. What he is oh. doing is bullying a bunch of young Mexican kids. Yeah. He, he pulls up to the front of his apartment. Doesn't like that there's some cholo kids who've got their the car Vatos parked in locos. front of it, so he just, just parked out there, rams their car from behind, and pushes them out of the parking spot he wants. Yeah, and then takes their parking spot, and right. then it's just kind of like, "Hey, I'm the good guy here." Yeah, and then rips the guy's shirt yeah, off. Yeah, the guy's too. like, "Hey, what the fuck, man? Like you hit my car? You're just being a total crazy asshole." Yeah. He rips the guy's shirt right off of his body, and right. then he's just like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, man," yeah. or something. Do with it, pussy. This is our hero, ladies and gentlemen. We'll fuck you up, pussy. Picking on teenagers and crashing into their fucking cars. He's cool. It's what we all want to yeah, do. Yeah, totally. Hell right, yeah. Right there with you. Uh, yeah. Movie definitely lets us know, like, those people were Mexican, so this is fine. It's right. It's okay that this is happening. Yeah. So he rolls up to his apartment. He uh, takes the newspaper in his hand, mm-hmm. I think, and puts it inside of his grill, which makes sense. He uh, goes into his house. He gets some uh, pizza out of the refrigerator. Yes, sir. Sits down at his desk, starts cutting snippets of the pizza off with the pair of scissors. Just the tip. Which is one of the weirdest things that's ever happened in a movie ever. Yeah. He's also got a carton of eggs, which he opens up. But inside of the carton of eggs, he has a gun cleaning kit that he keeps in a carton of eggs. He starts cleaning his gun, just eating weird little snippets of uh, scissor pizza. Yeah. This guy doesn't know how to be a human being, Matt. Not well. Of all the like scumbag, burnt out cop characters ever in a movie, like 
This guy might be the most far gone yeah, from ever being able to reintegrate into society in any sort of normal way. He's a lone wolf, to say the least. He's literally like, this is like a bit, I feel like, from that third Rock from the Sun show. Yeah. It's just like, look at these aliens trying to be like human beings, but they don't know how to do it. You're right. They, I did like that they, show. They somehow get everything wrong. Yeah. They think they're on the right track, but there's always misunderstandings i'm french Stewart. Yeah. yeah or like maybe like a vicky the robot he's giving off like oh. vicky the robot from oh, small man. wonder vibes here yeah he's always taking things people say too literally where do you stand on a uh, cold pizza uh cold pizza i'm fine with it oh, i've never snipped so pieces good. off of it with scissors no I just bear pot and like it, right bites off of a piece yeah. like a normal human being like it's like somebody didn't explain to him the best part of cold pizza is you yeah. don't need you don't scissors need any or, any utensils utensils or anything yeah, it's all just, congealed together and cold you just go grab it but yeah that's not what he gets uh oh. he, he turns on the tv here we get a nice uh toys r us commercial for a good like 20 seconds yeah here, which is weird but then we go into another news report talking about the night slasher again and just the info dump here really clunky info dump yeah city's in a panic yeah no no news report has ever sounded like this ever. No. This is not a news report. This is uh, a Hollywood script giving an audience information about what's happening in a yeah. movie. Very, very clunky here, but you know, it's almost, whatever. What are you going to do? It's almost as if they uh, heavily edited this movie and then had to shoehorn in ways to get the story to progress. Yeah, I definitely got the case that there's like probably like a half an hour longer fucking cut of this thing that makes a hell of a lot more sense yeah. than what you actually end up watching. Yeah. Uh, our next scene, though, turns out all this talk about night slashing is uh, not just talk because we see a diner waitress closing up for the night and she gets fucking night slashed, man. Just straight yeah, up night slashed. She goes, gets in like her car to drive away and a bunch of bunch of dudes with panties on their heads. Yeah, sledgehammers just show up and start group of night sledgehammering slashers. the shit out of her fucking car. And this shit, um, first of many scenes right here that... I I saw Cobra when I was a kid because I saw all these movies when I was a kid. Yeah. But like weirdly, it was not one that like stuck with me mm. that I like would rent over and over again and watch over and over again. Cobra, not my favorite uh, action movie or Stallone movie when I was a kid. And then looking back, I think I've kind of figured out why. It's because it came out in 1986, but it's not like fun and glossy like an 80s movie. Nah. This is straight up grimy 70s. Yeah, it is. So I think when I was a kid, I was like, this movie seems old. I think this movie's old because it has yeah. a bunch of 70s vibes. And these night slashing scenes specifically are just like straight out of Maniac or like straight yeah. out of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Like this is real just like gross, like fucking blacklist 70s horror movie shit. It does uh, a lot of the weird, uh, like, hollow cues from Halloween and, like, the soundtrack mm -hmm. where it's just, yeah. like, those Stinging weird, like, like a, mm -hmm. that's right, like, yeah. weird little synth noises. Lots of stuff going on yeah. like that. Uh, after, after this vicious, brutal night slashing, we're at the police station, and uh, the guys in charge are really dressing down Cobra, talking yeah. to him like he fucking ain't shit. Like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, he don't get results. Right. Like, whenever they're desperate, they're not calling in. They keep saying that he's a member of the zombie squad. Yes. Who else is on the zombie squad? <laughs> Him and Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, I guess so, because Gonzalez isn't acting like a crazy person. There's no. this whole other like zombie squad universe that we should have branched out into, where like each movie we meet a new member of the zombie squad, and then they all come together in a zombie squad movie, Avengers style, because I would have watched that. Yeah, It's not too late. We can still fucking do that. Uh, Cobra says, as long as he's got to play by these 
bullshit rules. That's right. He's not going to be able to get the bad guy. No. Bad guys don't play by rules, Matt. Yeah. That's that's a big advantage they have. They don't have to. The, the, the issue here is that he wants to just be able to go around town shaking down private citizens. Right. Until he finds out who the Night Slasher is, and they're like... Eh, private citizens have rights. You can't just be like bursting in places and like brutalizing them and shaking them down and Look, whatnot. A lot of people don't realize Judge Dredd is the unofficial sequel to this movie. Yeah, I can see that. Because that's this, where Cobra this, finally this gets to be who he wants the Judge to be. Dredd world. Yeah. It's the law. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the, the law. law. I am the law. Uh, After this. A late night uh, fender bender turns into another night slashing. Yeah. That goes on here. Yep. Lady gets rear-ended. The female driver approaches her. This, like, panel van is just like, oh, man, maybe we should exchange information or something. So sorry. No, no, I'm just distracting you so Brian Thompson can night slash you from behind is what's going to happen. Hell yeah. This is the first night slashing scene. They all had panties on their heads. So this is the first time we see Brian Thompson's face, and you're like, well, that guy certainly looks evil. I'm certain he's got to be the Night Slasher. Just a monster. Hearing so much about, yeah, he's fucking yoked in this movie. He's mm-hmm. got that like craggy, weird caveman face, mm-hmm. and I like everything he's doing in this movie. And you know, Lady Night Slashers and this gang of Night Slashers are very progressive. That's wild. I'm into yeah. that. 1986, very progressive. It's thinking forward, I love it. What's uh, unfortunate for a lady in a cool Jeep with a top off? Ooh. As she goes rolling by all slow and witnesses this night slashing. Yeah. And then the night slashers witness her witnessing the night slashing. And then they're like, well, now we're going to have to night slash her probably. Yeah. So they hop in their panel van and start following this Jeep. More on that in, in the future. Yeah. We'll find out. Because what they don't realize is that uh, that's Bridget Nielsen. And she's mm-hmm. got a starring yeah. credit. You that's know? right. She's going to be a. A big role in this movie and a big role in Stallone's life coming forward. Yes, and Flavor Flaves. He saw her show up on the set and was just like, ooh, let's uh, get a Stallone boner for that. It's uh, gonna, gonna need to get on top of that by the time the shooting's over. Yeah, like doggy style. I look taller. Yeah. Uh, my next bullet point is you, you gotta have a montage. You gotta have a montage. It's night in the city. Cobra and his Latina, Latino partner are out there just uh, shaking yep. people down, investigating this crime. I wrote Cobra's partner wears old man windbreakers and a newsboy cap. Yep. And he's always snacking like Brad Pitt. So he's got a lot of stuff going on here. He's doing good. Young young Poppy the chef is uh, adding some flavor to this movie that I, that I wasn't expecting and that I'm loving watching this shit. Bridget Nielsen, our angel of the city. That's right. She's, she's part of the montage, too. She's doing a robot future, you know, photo That's shoot. Right. She's a model. We're seeing, like, strip clubs. We're seeing, yeah. like, fried shrimp stands, tattoo shops, and then just robots every once in a while. Like, happy birthday, Polly robots. Yeah. And I'm like, why are there robots in this montage? And then we pull out and see, like, yeah, this is a weird fashion model robot fucking photo shoot that she's doing and a bunch of different weird wigs posing in a room with robots i guess you could say that she's the angel of the city yeah. while cobra's living that's on right. the edge of a knife yeah that's the cool song that's playing hell yeah fucking angel of the city a couple cool like popular songs on the soundtrack of this film that really uh 
add some flavor to the whole ordeal. Supposedly, uh, was that Night Ranger who did the touch? Oh, for, for Transformers? Transformers, yeah. That was supposed to be written for this. I think written got for moved this. to Transformers. I don't exactly know why, but yeah, I don't know how you'd put a movie that or a song sort of that glorious and epic over anything in this gritty, grindy, gross movie right here. Yeah, I don't see any point where it would fit. So probably a, a better pick for Transformers. A couple more things that were just shown, montage editing style, uh-huh. Brian Thompson's Insane Jawline, uh-huh. Stallone's Sad Dog Eyes, uh-huh. more robots, fried shrimp stand, yep. blonde wigs, just things like this. This is what we're watching while we hear Angel of the City. Stallone roughs up one guy, and it happens to be a black guy. I was going to say, he's going around from tattoo shop to strip parlor to whatever, just asking people questions. Leaving them alone. He goes in one black bar, and instantly it's just pawing at everybody, manhandling them, throwing the bartenders against the wall and shit, and just like, oh, there's a lot of racist stuff popping up in this movie already. Because we've got like six or seven cases of it already, of our hero just being... An insanely racist policeman. Yeah, it's 1986, you know. Uh, last shot of this montage is just all the robots alone in the the, the photo studio mm-hmm. after everybody's left. And then we get one of those Halloween soundtrack yeah. stinger noises. <laughs> I was like, are these robots about to come to life? Is this like a... Do the thing I don't remember from Cobra where the robots come to life for a I little bit? I was worried too, <laughs> man. There's killer robots in this movie? But no, it turns out we're just transitioning into another night slashing. That's oh, why we okay. got the Halloween Phew. noise. Uh, so, parking garage night slashing here. Our, our fashion model, uh, Brigitte Nielsen here, Ingrid, Ingrid the fashion model. Yeah. Is trying to fend off the advances of some low-rent Corbin Burnson-looking guy, like poor He's man's Corbin stuff. Burnson. I don't know. I, I didn't recognize him other than being like, is that Corbin Burnson? No, that guy's not handsome enough to be Corbin Burnson. Of course no, not. No, no, he's not. I assume this guy's probably the photographer that was taking yeah, he was. pictures of her. He's like, come on, baby. Now let's uh, go have some sex together. That's what happens with photogs and models. Yeah. Don't you know the name of the game? Whatever. But I, I like that he's like, if you're not going to do it for me, at least do it for your career. Yeah, which... Good points all around. Yeah. He's making great points. Yeah. Unfortunately uh, for him, his plans never come to fruition because Brian Thompson and the Night Slashing Gang shows up and just Night Slash the living shit out of him. Sons of bitches. Takes like an axe to the head or something. I don't know. Yeah, kind of sh- choppy they, they here. Kind of choppy screen. what was happening here. There was some blood, though. Photog guy dies, and then we got like a foot chase. Uh, old Ingrid's trying to like fucking run away. She finds a security guard. He comes out and is like, hey, what's going on over here? And then the Night Slasher gang just runs him into a wall with their their van at like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, it's a great shot. They turn him into fucking jelly. Like, it's so fucking gross. I mean, it looks like they really ran over a human being. It really, really looks like they just ran a human being into a concrete block wall at 30 miles an hour. I'm not really sure how they filmed that, but kudos. Brian Thompson's got a panty over his head again here, and it makes his face look even weirder when it's all like squished up. Oh, yeah, it does. uh, He looks terrifying. some, Some hose. Uh, somehow Ingrid successfully gets away and hides. I don't really know how, but next scene, she's in the hospital, all like shell-shocked and scared, just like, whew, that was crazy what happened. I almost got night slashed in a parking garage. Yeah, that would have been bad. But, uh, she's, who she's talking to, Matt? Who that? Who that is? Gonzalez and Cobra, who we've established are going around trying to talk to people about night slashings. This is going to be a big break in their case, probably. They finally found somebody who saw a night slashing. 
There, finally, somebody to take care of it. Oh, the photographer, I think he was Sledgehammer in the hit show Sledgehammer. Uh, that was definitely not a hit show. So No, it was uh, a hit show, man. The, what what network was Sledgehammer on? What era? What was what was, was this show was about? Fox. It was like an action spoof comedy. And that like guy. they did the whole, trust me, I know what I'm doing. Not built enough to uh, be in an action, even an action comedy. There's it no was, way. You sure that show didn't actually have Corbin Burnson in it? No, it was him. He played Sledgehammer. So after like 10 minutes of Gonzalez uh, talking to this chick, like, oh, why do you think people tried to night slash you? Do you have any enemies? You know, any drug dealers or anything? She's like, no, no, none of that. Um, Hey, wait, though. Uh, On my way here, I did witness a night slashing mm. happening out in like a dark alley. Do you yeah. think maybe uh, is that pertinent information? Because yeah. that connects uh, to Could what's be. going on here at all. I witness a night slashing, and then I almost get night slashed. Is I, I'm not a police officer, so I don't I, I don't want to assume that the two could be related in any way. No, no. Yeah, that would have been good information. You could have led with that, Ingrid. Dumb Fucking cunt. dumb weirdo. Um, meanwhile, though, uh, we're just getting shots interspersed here and there from this interview to just. Brian Thompson sharpening a cool, just like mall knife that he purchased. Hell yeah. Like a nah, badass nah. fucking mall knife. That's with a like flea market spikes. knife, baby. Yeah. He's got spikes on the handle. Yeah. It's like a big buoy looking knife. Yeah. He got this thing at a flea market. He's just running it across to fucking stone, making this thing very sharp. Lady Night Slasher's in his ear and she's like talking. She's like, that bitch saw your face, man. That means we got a Night Slasher. You can't let her fucking live. Well, we find out right here, though, because she's wearing police uniform the whole time see i paid no attention to the fact that she was wearing oh, a police yeah. uniform i thought she was just i was like cool the charlie manson like cult leader is a chick that's interesting no. and then later when she's suddenly like on the police force i'm mm-hmm. like what <laughs> when did this get established did i black out at some point so they when show she was, like at the police station talking to the other cops at any point they show a cup like a scene or so before uh when right after the the uh when Bridget Nielsen first witnesses the murder, mm-hmm, that's right. They show her working like the police switchboard, and she's like typing up the police report, and it's just like, oh, no big deal, nothing I think happened here. The problem here. was is that she's not an attractive lady, yeah. so I didn't notice that it was the same lady I was yeah. seeing in multiple scenes. Yeah, because I was just like, ooh, Bridget Nielsen yeah. looking pretty good in this movie. That's pretty much the only thing I'm going to be paying any attention to. Because then they show her outside of the hospital room, like listening in, and then they show her like yep. seconds later. Stuff I was not paying any attention. Seconds to. later, she's in the stock, the night slashers like cave, and yeah. she's just like, "Hey, bro!" Just in his ear. This is what's happening. Full of ideas, and he like takes his cool fucking flea market yeah. knife and cuts his own finger, and it's yeah. like, "I'm a fucking badass. I feel no pain. None. Also, I'm dyeing my hair black, and I'm gonna go out on a mission." Yeah, cause she's like, "You gotta, you gotta change up your mm. face, bro. Yeah. She knows what you look like." And she's like, "She's gonna wreck our new world." Yeah, keep talking about the new world they're establishing. Yeah, by just doing a bunch of night slashings, I guess. I don't know. Cobra's like, "Tony, you stay here with the chick. I'm gonna go home mm-hmm. and check this picture that she described of That's the right. guy yeah. against my files at home because mm-hmm, I, I have files." files. So he shows back up at his home. Uh, this at this point, the Mexicans they've they've learned yeah. not to fuck with Cobra. Yeah. They see him coming and they pull their car up and are like, they're like, "Orale, Holmes." Sorry, sir. Yeah, here's your favorite parking spot. You like? How dare us try to just park out on the street? Like, uh, hey, my in the public should be allowed to do. Yeah. So he, teaching through force. It's the only way, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wrote, Cobra seems to have all kinds of crime lab equipment in his apartment. Yes, he does. All, all he knows is the job, man. He's married yeah. to the fucking job. Also, zombie patrol or whatever that he's on. Zombie squad. Yeah, that pays pretty well. Oh, God, I want to see that zombie squad movie so bad. He's got that 50s Who else Mercury is in the zombie squad? And all that police equipment he's that he can so afford. He's got so much stuff going on in this apartment. Yeah, he does well for himself. He does. Uh, him doing some some police work here is being interspersed with scenes of Thompson showing up at the hospital. He night slashes a janitor and takes his janitor uniform. Yeah. He's going to go pose as a janitor, get in on the floor that uh, Ingrid's at, and night slash her probably is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, Tony calls Cobra, and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, Cobra, I'm at your office at the station. What did you need? Yeah, you told me to come here, right? Cobra's like, this has all been some sort of ruse to get everybody out of the hospital so Ingrid could be night slashed. Cobra's like, I got to get to the hospital. Yeah. It's going to be hard because there's night slashers at your apartment ready to night slash you as they soon were as you there. come through your apartment door. We got a big fucking fight happening right here. Luckily, though, they just had night slashing utensils mm-hmm. and uh, not a flea market knife. Cobra's got a gun. Yeah, he takes care of these guys, but he's like fighting them up on the roof of his right. apartment, and there's like a cool neon glow over it all because we learned that there's a gigantic neon Pepsi logo on the building that uh, Cobra yeah. lives in, and there's an awesome shot where he just is standing in front of this Pepsi logo shooting. Oh, yeah. Like, that's fucking America right there. Oh, yeah. Cobra fucking shooting in front of a Pepsi logo. Hell fucking yeah. blow that image up and frame it and put it on my goddamn wall. Yeah. That's how I want to decorate my house. Or just fucking just mail it to all the other countries so mm-hmm. they know. Yeah. Don't fuck with us, man. Don't tread on me. That's right. Shoots one guy, and he, like, flips over the top of the roof and, like, falls three stories or whatever and splatters on the ground. Just a That's long pretty way. fucking cool. Next scene, there's a nurse, like, creeping around in the hospital. Doing like, around. deserted. But she's, like, her, her cockles are up. The hair yeah. on the back of her neck is standing up. She's, like, she's, she's tippy-toeing, and she's, like, jerking curtains real yeah. fast like what's behind there she senses that something's not right well, in she's, this hospital she's flirting with the cop and she sees the janitor walk by who mm. doesn't look familiar that doesn't like, look little, like that doesn't little, look like ray yeah a little late for mopping what's this guy doing the guy looks like some sort of caveman night slasher the I cop was even on. like i'll check it out and she's like i got it this this scene is just paced and scored and presented exactly like a fucking scene in a slasher movie. Yeah, like you keep just going horror. from cop action film to slasher movie and I really like the back and forth like me too. Tonally it's working for me. Even oh yes. Kind of two different things going on. Uh, turns out he, she was right to be nervous because Night Slasher is under the bed and she gets pretty she gets night slashed. Yeah. Pretty bad. And then there's a cool like shot of just like him walking slow like Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. But it's just a close up of his bloody hand and his bloody flea market knife. Oh, yeah. As he's just like purposefully walking forward. Great shot. There's some good camera work in here. Yeah. Gonna give old Sylvester Stallone, the real uh, director, some credit. I think I think he at least uh, had a good cinematographer working on this thing. He sure did. Mm-hmm. So he gets to the room that uh, Ingrid's in and night slashes her bed. But it turns out she's not in the bed. She's in the pisser. Just a bunch of pillows because she's taking a shit. She fucking Ferris Bueller'd him. She comes out. She's like, oh, shit, my bed's being night slashed. I better run back into this bathroom and barricade myself in here. Yeah, 
It's like a double door. She tries to get mm-hmm. out the other way, but there's like a coffee maker. Oh, nuts. And a fucking defibrillator. Oh, why would that be there? It was weird. And then more horror movie shit. He just starts pounding his fucking, like his fist and his fucking, because he's got those spikes yeah. on the handle of his fucking flea market knife, right? So he's just punching through the wooden bathroom door right with that through. and just waving his fucking knife around crazy. And it's within like inches of her screaming face. And he's just like shining style maniacing through this fucking door. It's like when Mike Myers is trying to kill Lori in the yeah, hospital yeah, on Halloween right. 2. It looks fucking awesome. And Cobra fucking shows up. As this yeah. is all going down in his badass muscle car, he fucking hops out. He's running. He's got to get in there and save this woman, man. He's got to. <laughs> so she escapes through the, the other side of the bathroom. She finally gets somehow, that door yeah, open. finally gets that door open, and then she's just like running through dark, deserted hallways, and there's no yeah. one around. I'm like, what kind of hospital is this? I think it should be better staff. Yeah, there's just like no one around. There's no other patients. There's no staff. Anywhere on this fucking floor, they have all the lights off yeah, I was in the hallway. Also, they like, don't turn off the hallway lights. <laughs> what? No hospital looks like this. This is they're taking some liberties with what a hospital is yeah. in this whole scene to make it look like more of a horror movie. Oh, it's California though. You gotta you gotta cut power. The I, brownouts, no, I guess that's rolling true. brownouts, rolling brownouts going on. What is it? Does Cobra end up pulling the fire alarm? No, or something? she does. She does. Okay, and then she there's a trips alarms. over a cart, gets up, smashes Who pulled the, the fire alarm. alarm? It's all the fucking Finally, smoke, there's man. people running around. I'm like, oh, there is some other people in this hospital. I guess. Yeah. I mean, just a ton of people. Yeah. Suddenly, they, it's like From roaches. Nowhere. Just roaches yeah. coming out of fucking nowhere. It's like the thriller. She's video. running. People are running. She sees Cobra, and she just like instantly runs and jumps into his arms. Like he's like yeah. somebody she knows very well. It's a, they cop. Met it's a cop she met for three minutes once, yeah. and he had a very gruff demeanor and was, was very off-putting, but now she's running and jumping into his she arms. She could tell. Amazing. Just amazing. Chemistry's off the off the uh, Matt. Yeah. We got another scene after this where Cobra's just getting dressed down by these fucking oh, suit and tie assholes, and this is really starting to get under my skin. They're telling him he needs to do things by the book. Yeah. They're telling him he's got a bad attitude. He sees this more Stallone comedy here. He's like, I don't got a bad attitude, but just a little just one. A little. Just a little attitude. Just a little attitude. Oh, oh, Stallone, he's riffing. Riffing. But he's, he's letting him know, man. Yeah. He's like, look, this is an inside job. Yeah, we got we to gotta get this chick out of town. We got to protect her better than we are, or these night slashers are just going to keep night slashing her. Yeah. Next scene, Cobra's just wearing mirrored shades indoors and eating an apple. Yes, sir. What, what a stud. He's cool. There's a weird quirk we get to where he's like, uh, he's lecturing people for smoking. He's lecturing his partner for eating junk food. Yeah. He's just like, clean living, this Cobra. I was wondering, like, is this sort of like a, he's trying to build like a Punisher ripoff character here where like he sees like any vice whatsoever as being like completely unacceptable. So he just pushes things too far is eventually like killing people because they're eating snack cakes and stuff i think he's I think just that's the direction cobra's going in i think he's just letting stallone or schwarzenegger know that you mm-hmm. know clean living that's it that's right yeah that's all he does he doesn't eat birthday cake and fried chicken after no. he wins a bodybuilding competition just fucking it's all about the gains Nothing bro but apples and uh mirrored shades and anabolic steroids so he's there to take her out of this hospital and like get her to a safe house mm-hmm. but the second that they go outside they're just instantly shot at by night slashers 
Yeah. These cops are doing a very bad job of keeping this woman safe, Matt. Yeah, a truck immediately just plows into uh, Tony's car. Yeah, he's, takes him he's right out. out. He's taken out. And we got a chase now. Pretty yeah. cool car chase here. Fucking, there's a, there's, a, there's a truck. There's a car that Thompson's in. Old girl and Stallone are in his muscle car. Yep. He's got like stuntman seatbelts in his muscle car. Yeah, he's so got. So you know we're going to crash a bunch of stuff. He's got the racing seatbelts in there. Uh, he's not fucking around. Before this shit even starts off, we're instantly taking this car chase up onto the sidewalks. And we got like pedestrians running and diving to. out of the way. We've established that's something that we really fucking like. Oh, we love that shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Make the people scurry. We get out onto the highway. Cobra pulls an awesome move where he stomps on his brake, flips his car completely uh, around. Then he machine guns the truck following him until it explodes entirely. Yeah, well, he's driving backwards. Then he's Yeah, while driving backwards, but then he stomps on his fucking brake again and completely flips his car instantly back around to where he's driving straight forward again. Yeah. It's one of the coolest car stunts I've ever seen. Yeah. But also, I'm like, where did he get a machine gun? <laughs> Is that, a, is that a police-issued machine gun that he's carrying keeps right it, now? Keeps it in the door he panel. He just pulled out a machine gun and started machine gunning these uh, people? Zombie squad, bro. Yeah, zombie any, squad. any means necessary. Every every member of the zombie squad's issued their own machine any gun. Everybody means knows necessary. that. Everybody knows that. He's tearing around sharp corners. He's ramping over trash in alleys. We're getting a lot of fucking engine revving noises. It drive through a... Yeah, parking parking garage, garage. and then he ramps like out the fucking wall of like the second floor of a parking garage and back out onto the street after flying through the air all dramatically. And that's fucking awesome. Once again, this shit feels like with all the like tight shots and the like the sound work and the tight corners, it feels very Steve McQueen, very 70s. Everything in this movie from 1986 feels like it's from 1976. And they do a I don't know why. They do a nice job with the chase. You never really lose direction. No, no, yeah. They do a pretty good Mm -hmm. pretty good job. Yeah. Uh we blow up two semis that are hauling gas just so we can get big explosions going on here. And so fucking Cobra can drive through the explosions. Through the giant explosions. That's cool. But uh, eventually the chase ends down at the docks when Cobra just smashes his car into a giant boat and then he flips it like three times. Yeah. He like, he does a bunch of like Hail Mary shit before, Uh but apparently he couldn't get out of the way of the boat, which he saw that was Uh like 20 feet away. With the witness. (gasps) He's trying to protect the passenger seat of his car. Way to keep that dainty woman safe, Marion Cobretti. Dainty? She's like a foot taller than him. I guess that's true. She can handle she, her own. She's got fashion model legs. Yeah. Um, we're arguing with the suits after this. Cobra wants to keep her, wants to take her upstate. They want to keep her in the city. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, the yeah. idea of keeping her in the city. These people clearly know your every move, man. You got to pare down who's fucking on top of this chick who knows where she is what's going on plus the the fucking brass they keep being like night slasher night right. slasher uh-huh. and cobra's like it's an army of killers yeah and they're like that's a ridiculous idea it's one night slasher they've just been attacked in broad daylight by an army of killers yes what do you mean you still think that it's one killer that's they just don't believe cobretti at all ridiculous like how do you let this guy get to the zombie squad if you're so not a fan of his work right people seem to have no control over their own police department but uh cobra gets his way and he ends up driving the chick upstate 
there's a cool song playing Feel the Heat over the soundtrack as we mm. see them just like in a car, just like driving. Just a little like, more montage. Yeah, just like out on the highway, seeing some scenery, listening to Feel the Heat. We get, we get a little talk and a little character work here as we listen to Feel the yeah, Heat. Yeah, we do. We get to talk about judges and the yeah. court system and how fucking Cobra's busting all these bad guys and then the judges just put them right back out on the street. Setting them free, man. It's <laughs> fucked up. Ingrid the fashion model. Be pretty uh, right leaning. She says that makes her sick. She says the judges make her sick. She wants she wants everyone put to death. Hell yeah! You get committed of a crime, you're put to death. Hell that's, yeah! That's what this movie wants. I am the law. Next scene, we stop off somewhere, and her and Gonzalez have a nice little, like, bonding session here. Mm-hmm. Where he's talking to her while, like, slurping a can of Coke all weird. Yep. Yeah. This is like some Guillermo del Toro type stuff he's doing here, the yeah. way he's slurping this Coke all weird. Also, I wrote, like, we got giant neon Pepsi signs, and now we're slurping from cans of Coke. I thought that, is there, too. Is there anybody this uh, movie did? Is there any brand loyalty A couple here? years after this, like, there's no way you would have been able to get Coke and Pepsi no. in the same fucking movie. One no. of those people would have been like, oh, no, fucking A. If you got our shit in here, you're not mentioning Coke. Coke does not fucking exist. You're signing this contract here. Well, shit, even before then, like, E.T. and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you had fucking Coke. Or was that Pepsi some in wild that one? Shit. Well, how do you have Coke and Pepsi in the same movie? I can't I remember which it. one's in that movie. So he tells her uh, that Cobra's in the zombie squad. And she's like, what's the zombie squad? And he tells her, they're the bottom line. Which, that's all That's all the information I need. That's all you gotta so know. Just a little taste. Give me a taste in this first movie. Yeah. Then the next movie, you'll introduce the next member of the zombie squad. We'll build right. up to this big zombie squad movie. It's gonna I'm be very good. excited about it. I yeah. think it's like 2027 20, it's supposed to come out eventually. Yeah. You're supposed to get that zombie squad movie. If you thought The it's Expendables cool. was yeah. good. Oh, oh, God. I hope that's not what turned into the zombie squad movie. <laughs> Those movies fucking suck. Well, you know. This is also when he lets it slip to her that a cobra is not his given Christian name, Matt. What? His, his mother did not uh, take a look at him and name him Cobra. Oh. Turns out he's got a real, real wimpy fucking name, Marion. He's Marion Cobretti oh. is his oh, wow. real name. That's a girl's like, go name. Go over there and call him Marion and see what happens. We're fucking razzing him. Yeah. He's basically got a girl's name. What a lame. Oh, what a sissy. That's what I wrote here. What a fucking sissy. I've got that directly in my yeah. notes right here. Uh, next scene, we're at a podunk diner, and Cobra is playing the jukebox, and Nielsen's doing that thing where you spray uh, ketchup all over the fries instead, instead of, dipping. of creating a ketchup puddle for dipping in. Like a civilized so I really human being. Hate, I really fucking hate when people just cover the top of fries. Oh. You're like, how do you know how much ketchup other people who eat oh, these fries Jesus. want? Like, it's just a messy way to do it. Oh. Like, you're getting ketchup on your fingers. Who wants oh. ketchup on your fingers? It's <laughs> a disgusting way to eat fries. <laughs> but then I'm just watching, and I'm like, she's still squirting. Yeah. She's still squirting. She's put like half a bottle of ketchup on this thing. Uh, she's still going. Are we going to address the insane amount of ketchup that this woman is putting on her fries in this scene? Because this is like fucking gross out fucking filmmaking right here. All this ketchup. I don't like ketchup to begin with. This must ketchup. My stomach's turning. I'm starting to fucking retch right here. 
Cobra acknowledges. He does. And I was like, oh, thank you. That the movie knows that what's happening is insane. He, and then this insane thing isn't just going to happen like completely fucking unmentioned. He says something. She puts more ketchup on. He tells on. her, you got a life preserver? For them fries. She's like, because your fries are drowning. fries. And then she... Like, ha nice burn, Cobra. Whatever. <laughs> More fucking ketchup, though. And she's just like digging her fingers in this ketchup puddle and smearing ketchup all over her face. And I'm just like, who's the, whose idea was this? This is uh, insane. I love how the scene cuts away with him just staring at the fries and her just like, yeah. oh. It's like the barbecue yeah. sauce scene in yeah. Wet Hot American it Summer. It really is. Where she yeah. wants to make out, but she's got barbecue sauce you smeared got... all over her face. And Paul Rudd is just not into it. No. Not into it. But uh, who's into it is fucking Bridget Nielsen. Because she just starts giving him like the full court press about whether he ever fucks yeah. women or not. It's like, I see that you're a pretty badass cop, but uh, what do you do in your private life? Like, probably fuck women? Are you into fucking women? Like, yeah. you're, you're into women, right? Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty yeah, curious as to I whether or not women. you have sex with women, because... Not with women a lot. I'm not opposed uh, to cut, women. Let's cut to the chase here. I like women being enough. Beating around the bush here. Are we going to have sex or what, bro? Let's think about it. Pounding these french fries. And then are we going to go fucking ball it out in the hotel room or what? What's, you know, what's going see, on here, man? You know, people think I play it loose, but I still got a code of ethics. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we, we learned that the night slashers are gearing up and hopping on hogs yep. to come out and do some fucking night slashing. Because old fucking... Switchboard sw- Sally, right. mm-hmm. you know the the cop Sally Stock. She's something. she's riding with them. Yeah, she's she's on a payphone. She's with Tony at this seedy motel they're at, and she's like, hey, "This is the motel we're at. Come night slash us." And this one, I was like, "Night slasher ladies, a cop." Yeah, this is the first time I noticed it, and I'm like, "She's uh, okay. she, she's riding along with them." That'd be a shock for until you. this point. We don't see her riding along with them. Like, whose car is she in? As soon as they leave the hospital. She gets in Tony's car. Okay, I'm going along too. And yeah, he's in the truck yeah. with Brigitte. But Cobra finds her in the middle of the night out on a payphone. He's like, yeah. pretty weird. You're talking on a payphone. Uh, What's going on out here? She's like, oh, I just calling my brother or whatever. And he's like, you didn't use the phone in your room? No, Very Tony suspicious. was baiting in there. Yeah, and Cobra is like, I see what's happening here. We've got a fucking mole. And I'm like, he's about to go fucking uh, gear, gear up, up for a fight. It's the next scene we get. He's just getting all his fucking guns out and shit. Three ready to gear up for a fight. Three grenades and a suitcase gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, old girl wakes up, Ingrid, and she wants yeah. to fuck. Pretty bad, yeah. She's like, hey, why don't you come over here and get in bed with me instead of gearing up all those hand grenades and machine guns to fight off an army of biker night slashers. He sits down next to her. Uh-huh. She immediately lays one on him. Yeah. And then... uh. Apparently gets tired and takes a nap next to yeah. his penis. Which I was very just confused. What was happening here? I was like, okay, the previous scene, you caught the rat and certainly played the whole scene out yeah. as if you realized what was going on and that you knew that she was the rat and you had to do something. Yeah. We immediately cut to you laying out an arsenal and now you're just going to lay down and take a nap with this lady? Yeah. So I guess he didn't realize that she's the rat yet. He's still not 100% on board. That, But that's not how he plays it in the scene before no. that. So it's just, it's just a very confusing chunk of the movie, what's going on right yeah. here. And it just felt like they were just 
studio note shoehorning in some romance here when really we should be having a gigantic gun battle. I just like that shot of her clearly laying on him mm-hmm. and her just mouth directly next to his penis. That's right. And his him denimed penis. Not having any idea what human sexual interaction no. looks like. So he's yeah. just like, guess I'll just lay here until yeah, morning. Just, uh, I don't know what she's sorry. doing. She's pretty weird. Where's her guns even? I haven't seen her clean a single gun the entire time we've been in this motel. Her mouth's right next to where I make pee-pee. That's weird. <laughs> uh, fucking, so the next morning, Cobra's, she's like, uh, hey, man, like, we should probably bang it out again or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me just go check the window and make sure there's no fucking night slashers outside. Yeah. And she's just like, no, man, don't check outside. And she just pulls him close. This is pretty fucking... She wants some dick pretty bad. Yeah. She's being hunted by an army of very well-equipped, very in-the-know night slashers. Yeah. And she, she doesn't seem to care. No. She's, let, we need to get this shit banged out right now. Yeah. I'm, my head's not going to be clear until we do, frankly. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be... I'm not even going to be able to run from these people until... Right. Until you fill me out and we just... We, the poisons need to leave the building. You saw the episode of Seinfeld. Women get dumber when they don't do it. Guess that's true. Showdown in San Remos is my next bullet yes, point here. Yes, sir. We get like an establishing shot of the town. We're in San Remos. It's that next morning... Uh, fucking uh, old the dirty cop chick is gone bad guys are pulling up on motorcycles the music on the soundtrack just like kind of sounds like crazy air raid sirens at this point yeah uh, i wrote ramirez is going to die in this scene i can already tell <laughs> ramirez or gonzalez i think gonzalez? it's gonzalez yeah. who are these people i don't know uh, bikers are tearing through the town. They take over the small sheriff's office. They're like yeah. barricading fucking streets. They're literally taking over the entire town here. It's trouble for everyone. Yeah, especially Ex- our good guys. Except Cobra. They all get hunkered down in their hotel rooms that are just getting turned into Swiss cheese right. as these bikers just ride circles around it, shooting into the place. But luckily, unlike everybody else in the town, mm-hmm. Cobretti's great at right. shooting people yeah. off their motorcycles. He's, he's, he's doing a lot of it, too. Yeah. Uh, I wrote this is kind of like the standoff at the end of Young Guns. They're just hunted, hunkered down and everything's getting shot, yeah. but nobody dies. Yeah. So a guy like bursts through the fucking uh, the, the skylight above. Cobra shoots the shit out of him. Yo, with the suitcase gun. Guy bursts through the fucking like, front door of the hotel room. On a motorcycle. Cobra, Cobra shoots the shit out of him. Yep. But uh, old uh, fucking... Tony, he doesn't he doesn't have it so good because they Molotov cocktail the shit out of his hotel room. Yeah. As soon as he's kinda like gotta dive through the window. And then he takes one, man. As soon as they see him crawling around in the fucking bushes, yeah. just he just he just gets shot. Our boy's down. Fucking Cobra and Bridgette Nielsen are already making a move for the for their pickup truck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cobretti's like Tony yeah, And then it's just like stuff. Ah fuck it, I'm not gonna go back and check on him. We'll just leave. No, he's dead. It's the point of the movie where the partner has to die. Oh, okay. we're, we're getting to the big finale here, and we need a little extra juice on Cobra getting revenge here. Well, he gets something it. They to avenge. It. Yeah, fucking uh, Ingrid's driving the pickup truck. Cobra jumps in the back of the pickup truck. We got a big car chase. Dudes are, like, chasing on motorcycles, jumping off the motorcycles onto Hell the truck, yeah. and then fighting Cobra, and then he throws them off the truck. We got a video game level here. cool shit going on, man. Classic. machine gunning tons of guys off their fucking motorcycles. It's that level when you're starting to get towards the end of the game, and they just oh, yeah. do that. The music's getting faster it's and the, faster. It's the forced side, side scroller. scroller. Yeah, you gotta keep up. Yeah, keep it's, up. it keeps moving. Don't fall off the train or whatever the fuck you're on. They roll up to a 
barricade of flaming cars that are blocking the fucking street, and he's just like, rabbit, we got a rabbit. <laughs> she fucking rams right through this fucking thing, but doesn't do a good job because the car crashes once they get through the barricade there. It's because he doesn't have nitrous on that truck like yeah. he did on his Mercury. He's used to being able to drive with nitrous. Yeah. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time, yeah. much like uh, Dominic Toretto. Yeah, he's all about family. So their car's fucked, so they got to go run out into an orange grove. Uh, but the guys follow them. But luckily, Cobra still got those grenades that we uh, established earlier. Hell yeah. So he starts hucking grenades at people. <laughs> got to. And then uh, eventually they get through that orange grove. To the foundry where, that's next where door? Where are they going to show up at, Matt? Where, 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 we got to end a big action movie. <laughs> where are we going to end an action movie, probably? Well, you know. Probably in some sort of steel smelting plants. A big, yes, big factory sir. with flames and uh, sparks. And What is this, like the third week in a row that we've ended up? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I had a lot of thoughts here. I was like, A, uh, how many weeks in a row have we done this? B, how many movies out there actually do end in fucking factories or steel mills like this? Yeah. C, is there still enough of them left where we can put together another entire month where we just do all movies that end in fucking steel mills or factories? To which I say, of course. And D, what was the first action movie to ever end Ooh. in a factory steel mill type setting? I fucking Ooh. wonder who invented the cliché. I tried to see if anybody like wrote a little internet article about that or anything, but nothing? Bing had nothing for me. All right, so we fuck might be you. able to we might be able to research this. And we're this claiming be, it first. This could be our thesis. We're figuring it out. Damn this it! This is how we're gonna get through grad school. Yeah. This is gonna be the big thesis paper we write at yeah. the end of all of it. I'm also gonna fucking get through with a mm-hmm. fucking thirty rack mm-hmm. of Keystone. Ooh, yeah. Fucking five dollar hot and readies and some hot all coeds. Things that I love. All things that I love. So evil woman is chasing Ingrid. Brian Thompson's creeping around. There's yep. flames and smoke. There's sparks. Yeah. We're cat and mousing through this factory here. Yeah, you got to. Got a couple cool shots of like laser sights like piercing through the darkness. Everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's hunting each other. And this it goes on like this for a while until Cobra, we learn, is up in the catwalks. And he's got some gasolina. Yeah. And he just douses one of the bad guys with some fucking gasoline. And then that matchstick he's had in the corner. Oh, of hell mouth yeah. Finally comes into play, Matt. Yeah. He fucking lights that bitch, starts a guy on fire. Oh, con Dios. He does some cool running around, screaming on fire, fucking uh, stuntman work. And then he tells him, you have the right to remain silent. Yeah. He's not silent. He's screaming because he's That's on fire, a- man. Gotta let him know, man. Uh, bad lady almost catches up to Nielsen and night slashes her, but mm-hmm. luckily Stallone sees, so he just machine guns her. Yeah. So yeah. Brigitte Nielsen climbs up a ladder, but then she become, comes face-to-face with Brian Thompson. He tries a night slasher, but then Stallone just shoots at them both with his machine gun, yeah, yeah. and somehow that works and like separates them. Oh. So then we're back running around again. We should oh, point yeah. out... Good thing that lid was on. We should point out that uh, before he lit that guy on fire mm-hmm. with the match, sure, he lit another guy on fire. Light, lighting people on fire is the coolest. By just like turning on the fire, like the 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 metal smelting fire. Sure, yeah. So he's got two guys that he's burned Turn alive. Turn on the so fire far. faucet. Oh, two guys. Fire everywhere. Uh, at this point, Thompson's sick of this sneaking around, yeah. so he just comes out in the fucking open and he just starts yelling crazy shit. I want your eyes, pig. 
That's a cool thing yeah. to say. Like, you want to go to hell with me? Let's go to hell. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, he starts yelling he's shit. He's got like that creepy, like even lower than fucking Silence of the Lambs voice. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, you want to go to hell with me? We are the hunters. We kill the weak. Yeah. He's talking more shit about his new world that they're going to create. And at this point, I was just like, has there ever been a more ill-defined like cult group bad guy thing in a movie ever than these bad guys in this movie like yeah. who they are what they want how they're trying to get what they want like we never get any insight into it it's never addressed it's just like eh, we're bad guys because we're bad the, the new world is us being bad oh, cobra knows you're that not gonna them, stop though. us you're not gonna stop us cobra knows that they're not the new world though because he tells him no your history. Ooh, that's a, of, a, cool a lot of thing cool to clips say. here. Yeah, yeah. Then this shit starts getting weird because Thompson starts being like, "You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna kill me. You're a cop. You gotta abide by the law. Yeah, we're the you hunters. You can't commit a murder. Yeah, you can't do it. What are you gonna do? You, you have you to gotta... take me in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's just killed like fifty of your yeah. men. He's been killing your guys throughout this entire movie. He's not hesitated once to like headshot people, light them on fire. What the fuck are you talking about? He can't just kill you. He's got to take you in. So like quickly reminds him. He's like, none of that has been established in this movie at this point. He goes, the court is civilized, isn't it, pig? To which he replies, well, I'm not. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's cool. He tells him, this is where the law stops and I start. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. So he's about to pull the trigger and blow fucking old Brian Thompson away, but a crazy fucking Night Slasher lady jumps on his back and is like screaming all nuts. Yeah. I guess she survived that previous machine gunning. Good for her. Yeah, so Thompson takes his machine gun, tries to shoot Stallone, but Stallone like does a jack move and turns around, so he ends up machine gunning his, or shotgunning his own lady. Yep. So she's dead this time for real. This time she's really, really fucking dead. Dead as shit. So after this, it's just like, oh, I guess we both have blown our loads gun-wise. So now I guess we're probably going to have to fight with a knife and a chain in the middle of all these sparks and fire to find out who the fucking top dog really is in That this sounds movie. right. Yeah, sounds fucking cool. Also, you need to note that while they're fighting with knives and uh, chains, there's a gigantic hook on like a, a, a line that keeps on yeah. like a, going from the ceiling like in a, in, a, in a circle in between where they're fighting. For the smelting. This is a full-on video game level right, right here. This is like a Mega Man level. Like yes, fucking sir. Fireman or something. Yeah. You got you to avoid these hooks and the sparks in the Fireman level. Mm. Uh, they're wrestling on the ground. The spikes on the fucking flea market knife's handle are very close to fucking Cobretti's eyes. Yeah. He throws him off. There's more molten steel splashing everywhere. Tussling. <laughs> Just tussling and molten splashing. Fight finally ends when that hook's coming around again, yeah. and Stallone realizes it, and Thompson doesn't, so he just kind of like lifts him up like a side of beef and just yeah. hooks him on that fucking hook. It's cool, though. It sends him into like a blast furnace, and he just is incinerated while he screams. So he burns a third guy alive. Yeah, the third guy is burnt alive in like seven minutes. After Texas Chainsaw Massacres him. What the fuck is Thompson thinking, being like, you can't kill me, <laughs> you're a fucking police officer? Yeah. He's been paying no attention to this movie. Yeah. At any point. 
He's been telling people over and over again he doesn't play by the rules. Like, he could have just talked to Cobra's superiors, and they would have been like, well, that's the thing we don't like yeah, about him. He's constantly killing people. Yeah. We've asked him in writing and verbally several times to quit just yeah. killing people. Please, stop killing. Bad guy's dead, and we get a little denouement here where mm-hmm. we see that fucking old Poppy is not dead, actually. Nice. He's being taken away in an ambulance. And I wrote, like, for what? Like, what is this movie gained by that guy not being dead? For the Unless, yeah, we're fucking building towards that zombie squad movie. Oh, yeah. You need him hanging out with all of them. He wants some gummy bears, we learn. It's another joke about him liking fucking junk food. Gummy bears. That's going to be going forward as a runner in all the Cobra sequels, I'm sure. Gummy bears. Uh, the chief is like, Cobra, I'm not going to lie to you. We owe you, man. You're the best. You've yeah. done it again. We didn't think you'd pull it out, but you fucking did it. You did it. Cobra's, I think, wants his car replaced, and they're like, yeah. we don't have money for that. That was like a vintage car that you seem to have built Tim Allen style from the bottom up. Like, oh, how, how oh. are we supposed to replace that? Yeah. That seemed to be a one-of-a-kind car. We'll get you a new license plate that says Awesome 50 again, maybe? Is that a good it compromise? Just, it just sucks, because like, clearly they're setting up Cobra 2 to have the appearance of the Shelby Cobra. Oh, like, man. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, he's gotta. That would be so cool. He's gotta. Nerdy higher-up guy with the glasses and the suit is just like, hey, no hard feelings, Cobra. Sorry I said you were a fucking idiot through this whole movie or whatever, yeah. right? No hard feelings. He's like, I'm just gonna punch you yeah. so he in just the face. sucker punches this nerd. Hits a guy with glasses. With no says, repercussions. No hard feelings, pal. Yeah, you're and a captain uh, and I'm a lieutenant, but no big deal. Him and Ingrid just get on a motorcycle that I guess they're stealing. Yes. And just steal a motorcycle or, and ride off on it. Right you know, I'm pretty sure it was just some kind of evidence because it was one of the bad guys' yeah, motorcycles. Uh-huh. And as they're just riding off, happy ending, just a very weird, jaunty song starts playing over the soundtrack. Yeah. That I said sounded like a song that would play during like a frolicking on the beach montage in like an 80s sex comedy. It's got nothing to do tonally with the rest of this movie at all. The only, I kept thinking of one song in particular that just would have been funnier to me, and that Mm -hmm. would have been Dire Straits' Walk of Life. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Here comes Johnny I'm Cobra, I kill whoever I want. Oh, woohoo! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cobra. Cobra and Ingrid. Yeah. Yeah. Going out to frolic on the beach, I guess. Pound some fucking Coors Lights. Sweet Baba Luna, Peter baby, Wolf's what I say. showing up, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's fucking Cobra. Let's take a break. Let's figure out what we're going to be doing next month when you listen to some coming attractions. And then Cobra from 1986. My man, it's going to enter Judgment Day. Ooh. to slam people's heads up against walls. Jamie Lee Curtis is a cop with a problem. Put the gun down now! 24 hours on the force and she's already blown some poor slob's face off. No gun found at the scene, officer. Turning nothing on the victim. The men on the force won't believe her. It was there. I saw it. The man at her side can't help her. I think somebody out there likes you. 
And the man in her arms is the killer. We have to stop him. Death. It's the greatest kick of all. Blue Steel, a point-blank thriller. In the future, America will be torn by civil war. Scan him. Technology will become our worst enemy. And for four rebel fighters, time is running out. Let's go. From the producers of Time Cop and The Mask, Pamela Anderson Lee, Barb Wire, Rated R, starts Friday, May 3rd at theaters everywhere. Whew, man. Woohoo, you're right. Yeah. yeah. We've just been fucking just listening to that song on repeat. Yeah. We've good, what, four, four and a half times we made it yeah, through that song? I think the sun's starting to come out now. This is what happened. We, yeah. we got too into it. It was worth then it. Then we were listening to all that Seeger for a while. And yep. Honestly, I kind of forgot that we hadn't fully yeah. recorded this podcast yet. So That's okay. Yeah, we're going to have to come in here and cap this thing off pretty quick. It's I almost guess. a day later, but yeah. It's fine. Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, the real people out there, not the critics, not the industry fucking hangers on, none of those Instagram influencers, the salt of the earth, what you have to say about the films that we watch. I go out and I find some one ninja star reviews, people who hated this shit. Yahoo's, as we call them. Five ninja star reviews, people who love this shit. Geniuses. We read them. We soak them in, and then we give our final judgments. Ooh. Matt, my first One Ninja Star review is from an Amazon user named Seifer. Seifer? Not, not Seether. I was going to say, you can't fight the Seifer. Seifer. Oh, I can fight Seifer. Seifer says, I reviewed this film quite a some time ago. Oh. It might be an Italian person. Quite a summer time ago. And gave it two stars out of five. I'm with a real Mario Which means seriously flawed and is only recommended for hardcore fans of the genre. Otherwise, steer clear. However, after viewing this DVD, what? this movie is worse than I originally thought. Excuse me. A while ago, me and my friend Ted went to Blockbuster oh, to boy. rent some DVDs. Ted owns a DVD player, so I went to his house. My name is Ted. The DVDs we rented were Small Soldiers, Friday the 13th, Phantasm, Mm. and this. That's a pretty good lineup. Ted absolutely loves this movie, so just to be nice, I watched it with him. Yippee, yippee, yippee. However, he didn't enjoy it very much because the DVD had some very irritating problems. The picture quality is horrible. Oh. Some scenes are difficult to see because the picture has a dark tint to it. Oh. The sound is bad. Oh, On the no. DVD we rented, the actors' voices were hard to hear. What? And some of the gunfire and sound effects. There was also a hiss that would interrupt every once in a while. Sure Ted's audio was hooked up It right? wasn't loud or constant, but still. The extras are fairly decent. But the director's commentary isn't a commentary at all. He had that red and white switched on the red, white, yellow hook. George P. Cosmatos is silent throughout the entire film and doesn't speak once about it. Yeah, just like filming the movie. Overall, I'd recommend you avoid this. If you must see this dull flick, rent the VHS tape. The DVD is purely and simply awful. What year is this? One Ninja Star. 
It's a 2000 review from oh, 2000. Amazon user Seifer. Wow. Well, throwback at that. What, what were we doing in 2000? Going to Blockbuster with our friend Ted to rent a handful of the DVDs. Yeah, Ted's got a DVD player, man. You might as well take advantage of that shit. Ted's got a DVD player. Oh, one rich kid on the fucking block. All the latest gear. Gonna go hang out with Rich Ted and watch DVDs. Yeah, one more One Ninja Star review. This is very short and to the point. Okay. It's from a letterboxed user named Aaron Babcock. <laughs> Aaron sucks cock. Aaron go ahead. Babcock says, It's obvious Stallone thought he wrote Cobretti as a cool super cop. Yeah. But the character is just a huge dork. Whatever. One Ninja Star from Aaron Babcock. Aaron throwing some fucking cock. shade. Give me some real reviews. Okay, we're going to get some real reviews in here. You know there's got to be somebody out there who loves uh, fucking Cobra more than any movie they've ever seen. Maybe their favorite movie of all time. Maybe enough to put Cobra in their name. You guessed it, Matt. We yeah! got five Ninja Star review here from the official Baby <laughs> Oil and Blow film critic, Ivo Cobra 8. It's in his name, man. Who says? Lay it on me. This is a big moment. My favorite best Stallone action movie. But from the 80s that Stallone made action films yeah, is the did. first standalone film not meaning Rocky and Rambo. Yeah. Cobra will never stop being my favorite best action movie Fuck yeah. horror thriller from the 80s that is out there. See, he realizes the cross-formatting. Mm-hmm. It is one of my personal favorite movies. I wish only the movie wouldn't be that short. But still, it was directed by George P. Cosmatos, who directed Rambo. This movie was made right after Rambo, First Blood Part 2 was released. Cobra is also a canon film and one of the best action horror thrillers that is out there. Mm-hmm. Cobra simply rocks. Mm-hmm. And it is a highly entertaining, underrated action flick that guarantees the viewer a great show. The best. Cobra is another one of those movies. It's not deep. It has a social message, but doesn't really care about it. No. It's just pure old fun. The Night Slasher kills people randomly. Yeah. He targets anyone, anywhere. The police don't have a clue. They can't stop him. All they can do is wait for the next death. But all that changes when Ingrid gets a good, clear look at the chief of the gang. Yes, it's not one person. It's a group of killers that have set their minds on hunting the weak of society. It's fucked up, really. Now they'll do anything to kill the only witness, the woman that can finish their dream. But they don't count on one man, Marion Cobretti. This movie plays with the idea that murderers use the system to get away with their crimes. It explores the fear in society, the importance of the courts, and introduces Cobretti, a cop who doesn't care about the law, only his justice. That's right. Although I don't agree with this, I still enjoyed the movie since Stallone didn't spend much time making his point, rather went fast for the action. You're the disease and I'm the cure. Yeah. That's all caps and there's one, two, three, four, five, eight, I think, eight exclamation points after Oh. Oh. Cobra is a 1986 American action film go. written and directed by George P. Cosmatos and written by Sylvester Stallone, okay. who also starred in the title role. Yeah. The film co-stars Rini Santoni, Bridget Nielsen, and Andrew awesome. Robinson. The film received negative reviews, with much criticism focused on the overuse of genre tropes, wow. yet it debuted at the number one spot on the U.S. box office and became a financial success. Largest weekend opening ever? How about that? The film was loosely based on the novel Fair Game by Paula Gosling, which was later filmed under that title in 1995. 
However, Stallone's screenplay was originally conceived from ideas he had during pre-production of Beverly Hills Cop, yes, whose screenplay was. he heavily revised. He had wanted to make Beverly Hills Cop a less comedic and more action-oriented film, which the studio rejected as being far too expensive. When he left that project, Eddie Murphy was brought in to play the lead role. A tough-on-crime street cop must protect the only surviving witness to a strange murderous cult with far-reaching plans. The cult and their leader, the mm. Night Slasher, are killing people all over the town in Los Angeles for believing in their new world. So that will destroy just people survive. But a that is one tough cop order. that stands in their way, and he must protect a surviving witness that cab identify the slasher. I seriously love this film from the 80s, and I wish there would be more films like this. Mm -hmm. The action sequences, the explosion... Death scenes are fantastic. After Rambo, Here Comes Cobra is one of my best Stallone action movies beside Tango and Cash, Rambo, Rocky, Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, and The Specialist. It is one Duh. of my favorite action movies of all time. 10-10 grade badass seal of approval. Woo! Five Ninja Stars from Ivo Cobra 8, the official film critic of Baby Lone Blow. Ivo, that was a great review, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you fucking jams it in. Take a... Take a drink here. That's, Ooh, that's a call. lot to deal with. I'm gonna get a Matt, we've talked about how this movie a is bit of that a, brown liquor in. a little bit of a cop actioner, a little bit of a horror movie uh, all wrapped up into one. So I thought maybe we'd get a, a review from a, from a horror expert is what we okay. do. See how they feel about the A horror expert? That's right. Uh, I've got one last nin uh, Five Ninja Star review here. This is a Five Ninja Star review from... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Oh, Ivo Cobra's whore-loving alter ego. It counts. He says, The strong arm of the law. One of Stallone's best movies to grace movie screen to home video. Yes. One of my all-time favorite cop 80s action films of all time. The best. I love Cobra to death. It is a classic action slasher movie with horror elements in it. It is. Sylvester Stallone was fired from Paramount Pictures for Beverly Hills Cop movie. Yeah. He wanted that movie to be Cobra, but Paramount Pictures fired him, told him it is too expensive. And they're two fucking losers. So after Rambo First Blood Part 2, Stallone went into making this movie Cobra with Warner Brothers and Cannon Group. Mm. Crime is the disease. Meet the cure. Yeah. First come Rocky. Then he was Rambo, and now Sylvester Stallone plays his toughest character yet as a police officer dirtier than Harry, who must protect a beautiful witness from a cult of serial killers. Explosive action from the director of Rambo First Blood Part 2. Oh. I am a fan of Cobra, with okay. Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, Rambo, Hard Target, and Predator 2. It is in my top favorite action movies. Rambo 5, Rambo, Long Way From Home. Sylvester Stallone is Lieutenant Marion Cobra Cabretti, a Los Angeles police detective, one-man army against an army of killers. With his pearl-handled Colt 45, laser mount submachine, and grenades, he is a badass. There it the is. The strong That's arm of the mean. law. This is where the law stops, and I start, sucker. This is my comic book hero, my superhero, and I love Marion Cobretti so much. I love his car, his gun, his sunglasses. This, to me, is an action hero ever. He's true. He's right. In America, there's a burglary every 11 seconds, an armed robbery every 65 seconds, a violent crime every 25 seconds, a murder every 24 minutes, and 250 rapes a day. Rapes a day. I know this movie is not likable by many, but I love this movie to death. It grow on me. George B. Cosmatos yeah. directed Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Cobra. Oh, he did. He directed the action masterpiece Brilliant. Some people are saying that Stallone Moore directed the film, not George P. Cosmatos. Whoever did it, it did a great job. One of the best. It is a top-notch pure action, pure adrenaline, pure testosterone that movies nowadays don't have. Yeah. 
No CGI in the 80s, all done for real. Yeah. Real actions, real explosions, real practical effects, all done for real. Mm. Stallone's best performance. Brigitte Nielsen is beautiful and gorgeous. She looks like my mom, like a model yeah. my mom was in the 1980s. I'd like to meet that mom. Brian Thompson was great as a night slide. Is that how he got out of Slovenia? Well, it was a Slovenian model from the 1980s. Oh, plot man. Just keeps sticking. I, I love gotta it. look this up. I love it. The Night Slasher is actually based on a real serial killer, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Yeah. He was a psycho in 1985 before he got caught, so the movie wasn't fiction at all. It was realistic. Yeah. A murderous cult believes in a new world, and they start killing off people one by one in Los Angeles. They kill the weak, and that strongest survive. Oh. A cop must protect the only witness. I understood what this movie was about. You lived it. I love the night scenes filmed. I just love everything about this film. Cobra to me is better than The Terminator or Raw Deal that Arnold Schwarzenegger made money and profit out of it. Cobra chews and spits these movies. Yeah. Since Rambo Last Blood came out this year, all people are rushing to see that movie that made money profit. I'd rather watch Cobra. I will never choose new movies over Cobra. Never. I love Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, Rambo 2008, Cobra, Hard Target, Predator 2. I will never choose Rambo 5 over those movies. Nope. Or Fast 9. This is old school 80s action film where heroes were born. Chuck Norris was born in 1985 with his action movie Invasion USA. Sure. That's what I mean. That is one of Chuck Norris' badass action films. Yeah. This is mine, Cobra. I love this film to death. Yeah. It is an action slasher film. I'm not the only one who likes this movie. Who else? I would say Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, and Cobra are underrated action films. Okay. I love, love Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo 3 to death. I am always grateful for my mom giving me money so I could rent Rambo 3 on VHS as a kid. I have a beautiful childhood memory on that movie. Oh, his supermodel mom just giving him money to go to Slovenian blockbuster. I love Cobra blasting bikers to pieces, or he shoots bad guys with his Colt 45 gun, but I absolutely love his submachine gun, Jatomatic SMG with laser. I love how they filmed the film. It is an answer to Dirty Harry. I love the soundtracks. Feel the Heat by Jean Beauvoir. Yeah. Jean Beauvoir. Hold On to Your Vision by Gary Wright. An Angel of the City by Robert Tapper. That's my favorite. The movie is fast-paced. It is short. And, of course, it was the first Stallone's action movie that wasn't Rocky or Rambo movie. Mm-hmm. For, Rambo First Blood Part Two, Rambo 3, and Rambo 2008 and Cobra are the best action movies that come out ever on this planet. I'm a huge Stallone fan. I love this movie to death. Yeah. Cobra is my personal favorite badass action movie of the 80s ever, period. Fuck yeah. Five Ninja Stars from Nightmare on Elm Street. Fan, a horror movie expert. I'm fucking fired up, Fire it up. I'm fucking fired up. up. This movie hits, man. Yeah. This movie hits, Let's get into it. What's your final thoughts? What's your fucking Ninja Star rating Uh, for Cobra? We talked about it a little last week. Mm-hmm. It might be the most badass mm-hmm. action movie ever it's made. Got all of it. Uh, don't be pussies. Mm-hmm. Release that X-rated cut. Yes. Give us I the 30, 40 minutes of like hands severed, if heads Stallone exploded. Hung dong, and there's footage of it out there somewhere, and they're not cutting it back into this movie. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. What the like, fuck are we doing? Put it all in there, man. The gorier, the better. Mm-hmm. The nastier, mm-hmm. the better. We fucking want it. We deserve to see it. Uh, I do like, you know, the short runtime on this. That mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. We do like that. Always. But, you know, you're sacrificing some, some good stuff here, though. I agree. Like, I want more blood. I, I want more explosions. I want more cobra. Yeah, we could have used boobies like 
Bridget Nielsen, she ain't above I that. Was Let, let's take a look. Shocked. Yeah. That she plays a fashion model character in this, and we get zero zero nudity. to tag zero nudity zero. What is that? And here's Brigitte? here's the thing. It's still a strong film in spite of all that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Despite all that. One of those spites. In spite of ourselves. Nate, I love this fucking movie. It still crushes. Cobra's badass. If you don't want to be Cobra, I don't think I want to fucking be friends with you. I'm giving Cobra four Four fucking ninja stars. Four ninja stars. Just strictly for coolness. Cobra is very cool. Uh, it's got all the cool 80s action stuff all in one movie. It's uh, weirdly not the most fast-paced movie, though, for something that uh, has yeah. clearly a bunch of it cut out yeah. and uh, is pretty short. There, there, there is some, some downtime. Yeah. I think maybe two extra times we, we see Cobra getting chewed out by the higher-ups or something like that. Where it's like, all right, we've seen him get chewed out by the higher-ups. We understand. We don't, we, like we don't understand what's up. Like, if we, this is, this is like another 10 minutes we can get out of this movie. Yeah, put another killing yeah, in there I instead. Could, I could get 10 minutes out of this movie and put in like another 20 of just like killings and stuff and probably improve it. Yeah. But I like the 70s grime aesthetic. I love Stallone going full Nick Cage with weird character quirks. I love that he cuts pizza with scissors. I love that he keeps his gun cleaning kit in an egg carton. Uh, the car chases are cool in this one. Yeah. Slasher elements really well done. This one's a solid recommend. Everything that's got in it is done better elsewhere, but it's got all the things all at once. It's got so it doesn't things. matter if it do, it's not the best at anything because uh-uh. it, it just crams it all in. I'm going to go three and a half Ninja okay. Stars for Cobra. I like it. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's that's reasonable. Yeah. We're being reasonable yeah. here. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of flaws in this one, but... God damn flaws. if it ain't cool. So there's a better cut of Cobra out there. This, we deserve it. We deserve it. Come on, Somebody Stallone. Somebody call up the Canon group. Matt, we spent an entire month here, the month of July, talking about like the biggest, most icon, badass dudes ever to make action movies. Yeah. Oprah was even talking about We're it. We're overloaded with testosterone is what's happening here. I'm fucking, I'm sprouting hair places I didn't even know I had places. I feel like we got to pull it back a little bit. Not we can't me. keep up this I'm pace, I'm ready to dive man. in further. We need to, we need to change a pace what? for August. We need to... Huh? Get away from all this He-Man huh? masculinity energy. What? I got a whole slate of movies planned out this August, man. We We're doing He-Man chick flicks. One. We're oh, watching what? chick flicks for the podcast. No. All August long. No. Starting off, we're going to watch a female-directed film next oh, week, man. We already watched Point Break. Well, we're in that wheelhouse again. We're watching an earlier Catherine Bigelow film. We're watching Jamie Lee Curtis in Blue Steel. <sighs> fucking come on back we got more cop action more cop action here in august beautiful chicks with dicks that put ours to shame Mm -hmm. make sure you're checking it out and checking it out with us on baby oil and blow stay single it's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when they tear your dreams